This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta. Online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Tron Carter is one of the hosts of the podcast, No Laying Up. Now, I don't think it's an overstatement to say that it may be the most popular golf podcast out there. They've got 200,000 followers on Twitter. I've wanted to do this for a long time. It's a pleasure to welcome Tron Carter to the Augusta Golf Show for the very first time. Uh, Tron, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks Excited for to do- be on. Thanks for doing this. Um, where'd the name? Where'd your name come from? That's a great question, uh, and it kind of reflects our humble beginnings. I think <laughs> um, it's from a Chappelle show skit. It, it was a college nickname, and uh, my real name's Todd Schuster. And um, so when we started this thing, it was more or less just for the for the four of us at the time, and it was just more or less a, a running text thread that we had um and so yeah so it you know we never really anticipated that it would it would be something really public facing <laughs> yeah. so you know going back i've i've thought about hey do i should i go by my real name now and and i think it's gotten so far down the road that that we're probably past the point of no return on that so at no point did you consider telling the story that your your parents conceived you while watching an old disney movie no, right. no, that was that was uh, you know I think um, I didn't even really put two and two together with the with the Disney movie part of it. It was it was mostly this this character from Chappelle Show. All right. So, um, how'd the podcast get started? Started I think probably four years ago. We had we had started the the, the Twitter account uh, kind of at the behest of some friends who we were all on a golf text thread. They said, "Hey, you guys put this out. You know, it's funny. You should put it out to." To, for people to kind of consume. So we did that, started the website. Soon thereafter, we wanted to flesh, flesh some things out beyond Twitter. Um, and then from there, um, Dolly, one of my colleagues, basically just said, hey, why don't we start a podcast? Um, you know, He was living over in Amsterdam at the time, uh, listening to a lot of podcasts on his commute into work. And golf seems to be a couple years behind, for the most part, um, just on, on kind of new media and takes a little bit longer to, to, to catch on. So we felt like there was a kind of an opening there and, um, we went right after it and, and I give Sally all the credit there. He really, that was kind of his, his baby from the start. I wasn't really a big podcast guy. Um, but I said, Hey man, I'll trust you here. And you know, it was off and running. Do you find yourself listening to more of them now? I do. Absolutely. And, and, and a lot more outside of golf. Um, you know, I've found, uh, you know, I've got my, my favorite podcast within golf, but I find that the more golf I watch, um, you know, the less golf podcasts I want to listen to just because yeah. I think it can kind of bleed into your opinions and your, you, know, you want everything to be a little bit organic and a little bit more, um, personal, um, you know, and, and, and not have to worry about whether you're, you're stepping on somebody else's toes with, with an opinion or anything like that. So I've found that, yeah, I, I would say most of, most of my other ones are history or current or, or current events related. So. I wanted I wanted to do this show to kind of spotlight podcasting because I think I think folks need to know about it. They need to know it's out there, uh, especially at this time. Folks are at home looking for something new. Have you noticed have any sort of spike in in listeners and or subscribers through with what we're going through these days? It's interesting. I think we were. We were very keen to see what was going to happen um, because, you know, a 
it seems like people have more free time right now. But on the flip side, a lot of our core subscribers and, and listeners have, uh, when they listen to our podcast, it's typically on a commute or mm-hmm. when they're doing, you know, very specific things in the office. Um, so that was, you know, a little bit of a, a of a give and take there. I would say we've been pretty steady. Um, I think it's definitely broadened our listener base. Um, but as far as, you know, the, the number of hours listened, we've actually heard from people that they can't keep up because they're just not commuting as much. And, you know, they're, they're either taking care of kids at home or, you know, on more conference calls all day instead of, you know, kind of more solo work. So it's been it's been kind of a give and take. Um, but certainly, I think there's been, been more exposure. So I, I think long term, it'll be a good thing. We're talking with uh, Tron Carter here on the Augusta Golf Show. Again, the podcast is no laying up. What do you um, What do you know now about podcasting, Tron, that you wish you knew when you started? Oh man, I think audio quality. Yeah. Um, the first probably year or so that, that we were recording, it going back and listening now, it sounds like we were we were recording via a string and two tin cans. Um, <laughs> You know that, that that was definitely one of the one of the takeaways here as we've gotten bigger is just just investing in your product and you know really really going the extra mile um, kind of in post production to, to kind of smooth out any um, you know any sort of audio spikes or anything like that uh, and then the other thing that's really been interesting especially on podcasts where like a lot of our recap podcasts there's four there's all four or all five of us on and is introducing ourselves at the beginning. And in the past, we were not great at that. We just assumed, hey, everybody that listens knows, knows who each of us is. And then, you know, not accounting for new new listeners or, you know, people who have not tuned in in a while. So I'd say just, just kind of something as simple as introducing ourselves at the beginning very clearly. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, best guest. Who's been your best guest? Oh man, um, Peter Costas was up there. Yep, that one got a lot of yes, lot it of did. Back, um, you know, and, and I think I thought he was exceptionally fair. Um, it just from the perspective of we didn't try to kind of give him the floor, give him the platform, and, and felt like we didn't try to lead him into saying anything controversial or anything like that. Everything was was kind of his that he brought to the table. Um, Club Pro Guy, there's a parody account uh, on Twitter and Instagram that that one's probably been one of our biggest hits as well. Um, he's just kind of, he's just a funny, funny individual. <laughs> um, I would say the first, Rory's come on three or four times um, and, and have to, you know, we're, we're eternally grateful to Rory and Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth for kind of taking a chance on us and coming on before we were really all that well-known. Um, but Rory, whenever he comes on, is so thoughtful and conscientious, and you can tell everything's coming from from a place of reflection. Um, so I would say he's probably my favorite guest to listen to. Any of them, any of them made you nervous? Uh, I think they all make us nervous. Yeah. On some level. Probably, probably more at the start when, you know, we were, before you really have a following or, any sort of credibility, but you're you're kind of rocking the boat, especially with you know some of the criticism that we've we've leveled at CBS and, and some of the tours broadcast partners that put us in a rather tenuous spot for a while. But I think you know for the most part the tour has kind of 
said, hey, you guys were right on a lot of that stuff, and it's kind of come full circle. So, um, you know, I think if you feel if you feel confident and you, know, you feel like you're right on something, speak up, and then and then you know the pendulum will will eventually swing back. You talk about the tour, and you talk about controversy here and there. Has it has it organically grown? Tron, I mean, it, did you have an idea as to what this thing was going to be when you started? And now, four years later, it, it it's twisted and curved in, in ways that you never expected? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, um, like, we all had, quote-unquote, day jobs, real jobs. Um, you know, a couple of us in, in accounting, and I was, with, I was in hospitality with Marriott. Um, my brother was with Google. And then we had one guy that actually worked for the PGA Tour. And so... I think if we set out at the beginning to turn it into what it is now, we would have failed miserably. I think part of the reason it's it's, uh, evolved into what it has is because we didn't know what we had and and we've, we've made all of our decisions um, kind of with the long term in mind. And and with, it's very, we've we've tried to be very uncluttered commercially. So, you know, uh, very limited commercial interruption, um, you know, and, and mostly just, just audience focused, you know, product first. So um, I think if we would have set out from the beginning and quit our jobs right off the bat and, and had to, you know, bring in a certain level of revenue right from the start, it would have it would have kind of neutered our product. So um, yeah, it's definitely definitely been an evolution versus versus just hey, setting you know setting out to accomplish exactly what it's turned into be. Well, the non neutered product is uh, the podcast. No laying up. Uh, Tron, congratulations on this. I really mean that. Uh, congratu- I, I, it ain't easy to do. It ain't easy to do, and it doesn't get any easier. So congratulations on all that you guys have done. And, and thank you. Thank you for saying yes to doing this. Thank you. No, that's, uh, I appreciate the, the kind feedback and the kind words. And, uh, and yeah, it's, you know, I, I think one of the things that's been extremely interesting for us is, is that our, I think our audience is starting to skew older. As you know, a lot of um, you know, like like our parents and their friends are kind of finding out about podcasts, and, and I think some of that uh, hesitation or you know, kind of uh, intimidation from technology is kind of like, hey, this is just a radio show that you can download to your phone, kind of, you know. And, and so I think as that wall continues to break down, people kind of realize, hey, we're not, you know, just because the medium is a little bit different doesn't mean that that we're necessarily you know, four or five quote unquote millennials just, just kind of spouting off. It's, you know, it's pretty substantive, hopefully. So, so thank you for the kind words. 